grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. Let's rip open the cover of the sealed section. Welcome to After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton. Welcome once again to After Dark. It is always a business doing pleasure with you. Tonight, we're going to be diving into the hottest sex trends of 2023 with Nikki from Flirt Adult Store. Luke Skews will be along to talk about erectile dysfunction and how it is not the end of the world, fellas. There's a lot that we can do in the sheets if it isn't working the way that we actually want it to. And finally, Morgan will be along for Diary of a Call Girl. And tonight she'll be talking about the OH&S assessment that needs to happen in her workplace to ensure that the workers are indeed safe and what happens when sometimes that can go a little awry. That's all coming up tonight on After Dark. Fancy a quickie? Nikki from Flirt Adult Store joins us with this week's hot sex toy tip on Quickie with Nikki on After Dark. Well, we always bring you the best information here on After Dark and Nikki from Flirt Adult Store is an absolute scholar in all things sexual. And today you may want to grab your pad and pen, ladies and gentlemen, because we're going to be delving into the hotter sex trends of 2023. Nikki, welcome back to After Dark. Thanks for having me. Now, today we're going to be talking about the hotter sex trends. And if there's anyone that is on the forefront of what is trending in the bedroom, it is certainly you and the lovely staff at Flirt. So we're going to be diving in and having a look at, you know, what you're seeing an uptick of in 2023. We are seeing a lot of trends come through. Big pegging energy will be top of the list this year. So a lot of people seem to think that strap-on play is for girl-on-girls only, but that is not the case. At Flirt Adult Store, we are seeing so many couples trying new things in 2023, and strap-ons have been flying out the door. If you don't know what pegging is, it's when the lady puts on a strap-on and will penetrate her partner. It is one of the hottest trends. It's really popular. All you've got to do is have a conversation with your partner, see if they're interested in trying it, strap on a strap on and have some fun. Now, listen, you are, I mean, as you, as we sort of talked about uh, in previous episodes, and I think actually like, I'm having a little bit of a nostalgic moment, Nikki, because I think the first time that we ever chatted on After Dark, we talked about pegging. And you are, you know, a bit of a fan. And I guess that I we love think, it. yeah, I guess that we think that it is just girl on girl, but you are all about the boys exploring their prostate because they're 100%. missing out. Yeah. Well, it's, it's almost like the equivalent to our G spot for them. Mm. So we get so many men who say it is the best orgasm they have ever had. It's better than. It's better than a head job, like in the finishing. It's yep. better than sex. And it just really does feel so much better than any other orgasm they can have. They shoot longer loads and it actually lowers your chance of getting proctitis because you're stimulating that prostate. So the amount of couples now that have been playing with anal toys and it's led to penetration 
is wild. I'm getting them as young as 18 coming in, going right up to the age of 70, who are having pegging fun. So if it's not on your menu, definitely look at exploring it this year. Come into store, talk to our friendly staff. We've got beginning pegging kits right up to the most advanced. But definitely look at putting this on your sex menu for 2023. I love it. You heard it here first. The top trend for 2023 what else have we got on the list nikki so number two is going to be conscious casual sex we've all done it we all know people that are doing it but the way to have really great conscious casual sex is safety first Mm. i'm always 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 telling my customers and our staff are so highly trained in making sure that casual sex is great we want you to do it but we want you to be safe So condoms, first and foremost, please wrap it up. We've gone over in previous shows about STIs in the Hunter and how much they spiked after COVID once we were all allowed to go. And once we were all allowed to go have casual sex again. So condoms, please, 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 please wrap it up. Not only will it protect you, it's also going to protect them if you have something. There's also dental dams. We sell them in all of our stores. They are a great device that can go over any potty part that will put a barrier between your mouth and the person's body, but allowing them, say for instance, like oral sex, Mm. I could place one over you, Louise, downstairs. I could give you the same sensations, but it's actually I'm not getting any bodily fluids or passing on any of my bodily fluids to you. So it keeps everything safe. And third, which is my favorite thing in the whole wide world, lubrication. I say if you love it, lube it. Yeah. Lube is not just for dry old ladies, as a lot of people think. Lube is for people like myself that's on different medications. I can get a little bit dry downstairs. It helps make penetration or toy play that much better. And with over 65 different flavored lubes in Flirt Adult stores, you are going to find one or six that you love. So please wrap it up. Use a dental dam if you're having casual sex because at the end of the day, you want to protect yourself. And if you love it, lube it. I love that. And, you know, (laughs) the flavoured lubes at Flirt, honestly, it's like having dessert in the best way. It's so good. And flavoured lube just makes everything taste and smell a little bit better. So um, it's, it's a really great way if you feel that you can taste someone and you're not quite loving how they are. Flavoured lube will help with that. It'll make you enjoy going down on somebody a little bit better. But it's fantastic. And you can lick it off them. It builds intimacy, builds a bit of fun. It kind of just makes everything better. And you can pop it in a milkshake. You can eat with it. You can cook with it. So there's lots of benefits of lube. But um, it's definitely something that you need to have in your bag if you are having conscious, casual sex with someone. Take your own lube. Don't. Don't let them have their lube. Bring your own because then you know you're going to love it. Absolutely. What a tip. I like that. Okay. The last one. What do we got? So the last one, which is really great because I haven't seen it on the list for a few years, is fantasies. Fantasies, Mm -hmm. role play, dressing up. So when you're in a relationship or even having casual sex, it's good to try new things and you can, if you're having a little bit of trouble with intimacy or trying to build it, dressing up can put your mind into a different character, which can allow you to relax and 
have a bit more fun. So in Float Adult Store, we've got dress-ups, we've got male G-strings, we've got female G-strings, we've got crutchless undies, we've got cops, we've got cleaning maids, we've got all these fantastic dress-ups for men and women that you can dress up and add a little bit of role play. When we role play at home, sometimes it just lets me get out of my own mind and become somebody else. And it's actually really quite fun. So fantasies, and it's not even just about dress-ups, it's about exploring your fantasies. You might want to tell your partner or your friend, whoever it is that you're having conscious casual sex with, that you might want to try something different and, you know, you might want to play the you know, the lady at home when the plumber comes in or the tradie comes in to fix something or he might want to play, you know, school teacher, school dress up. So there's lots of different ways that you can practice building intimacy and you can practice getting to know somebody and that's with exploring each other's fantasies. I love it. And you're right. There's so many different costumes and uh, and so many different ways that you can go. And it is something that I guess when we're freshly dating or whatever, we don't really want to go out there with, you know, what, what fantasies we're thinking inside of our heads. But to spice things up, certainly. I mean, who wouldn't love to come home to a sexy maid and uh, bend them over the kitchen bench, really? Exactly. Exactly, exactly. Even turning up to your, you know, your casual sex partners or your partner's house in nothing but a trench coat and lingerie. That yeah. is sexy. It's something that they've probably wanted you to do and have been too scared. So if you're not into dress ups of, you know, maids and everything, you can go really sexy. Or you can go out for dinner with something really beautiful on and then, you know, take your knickers off and drop them on the floor. There's so many ways you can start that role playing. And start new ideas. So if that's your fantasy, tell your partner, we're in 2023, we need to communicate and build trust with our partner. And that is definitely um, a key to doing it is role play, lingerie. There's a, it's fantastic. I feel like everybody just needs to try this trend for 2023. I think those are three amazing suggestions for 2023. They are all on my bucket list, Nikki. I will report back in Yay. December. We'll come back and uh, see how I went with all of my definitely, definitely. Yeah, all of your top trending sex tips. I love it. If you want to check out any of the things that we've talked about on tonight's episode, you can go to the Flirt Adult Store website. And if you use the code LIFE30, you get a huge... off. Make sure that you take advantage of that. Nikki, thanks so much for joining us once again on After Dark. Bye, guys. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, I know there's a lot of literature, a lot of podcasts and a lot of discussion around women perhaps not being as sexually inspired as men. But Luke Skews likes to open up the conversation and include the gents. And tonight, we're going to be talking about the subject of perhaps when your male partner might not be as hard as he would like or you would like. Let's discuss. Luke, how are you? I'm so good, babe. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. It's, uh, yeah. Nice start to the year and settling into it. Excited to have you back on the show. 
Now, Thank let's you. talk about this because I think we don't talk about it at the pub, but we've all been in the situation where perhaps things aren't vibing like you would like them to. And hmm. I'm guessing that you would come across this a little bit in your coaching. Yeah, I come across this a lot, especially working with guys. And um, after having a normalizing conversation with them about like erectile dysfunction, um, or what they might consider as erectile dysfunction or um, premature ejaculation, those sorts of things, and then discussing it from a whole different mindset, it changes the way that we look at these things. And you'd actually be surprised about how many men I do here having conversations about this, but without the correct information out there. You know, a lot of the time I hear, oh, you can just go to the doctor and get a script for that or mm. Um, you know, my partner's, you know, so frustrated with me because it happened again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I guess there's a, there's a bit of, yeah, just go and and put a bandaid over it. And Mm. I guess that's what today's discussion is about because often there is, sometimes it's physiological, but other times it can actually be psychological. And I Mm. guess, you know, the conversations that, that you're hearing, as you say, haven't got the information behind them and we're not really looking at um, getting to the root cause of the issue. 100%, yeah. To be able to normalise the fact that guys are and should be ready to go all the time and able to just get it up straight away is complete bullshit and we've got, you know, porn to thank for that. Um and, you know, I guess, you know, teenagehood or, you know, the honeymoon period or whatever might be the patterning behind these things um, is, yeah, it's not helpful for anybody really. So the, um, I guess there's a bit of a paradigm shift around um, one, understanding how the female, uh, the male body works and the other things that you can do without having a raging hard erection. Right. Okay. I remember, yeah. I, I was talking to Cindy yesterday about this, about how um, when I, you know, learned sort of the sexual arts and sexual mastery, I eventually got really excited to do everything um, other than penetration, you know, oral sex, toys, all the sorts of things. And I've had so many sessions where I've been able to, facilitate a hell of a lot of ma- a hell of a lot of pleasure for my partner without using my cock at all and then just being so happy to walk away with a big smile on my face and a big smile on their face and having a mindset shift for Cinder as well around she was saying it wasn't until she um, did her learning around sexuality that she has even been frustrated in the past with male partners who maybe couldn't get it up or came too quick and not understanding all of the things that you can do with a soft cock mm. or with the rest of the body. Yeah, 100% because it's it's an experience, isn't it? So you we've spoken about this before is that it's a journey and I think we get hung up on the arrival. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we get hung up on, um, you know, okay, we're going to have sex and this is what it will look like and this is what we will achieve by the end of it. 
Whereas when you look at it as an exploration, like a journey and adventure together, you know, you can, you can massage a soft cock, you can suck a soft cock, you can still have penetration of some form with a soft cock. And um, all of that is super, super yummy. If you are having some really conscious self-pleasure sessions with, you know, a male body in your male body, then there's lots of amazing tools and things that you can do to help somebody get your cock from being flaccid to erect as well. Like there's, there's such a deeper level of knowledge there around the body and pleasure rather than the cock needs to be hard for us to get our boogie on. Mm. Yeah, 100%. And often, I guess, women, the discussions around this with women is, I'm a failure as a woman because his cock's not hard, but he may be incredibly turned on and incredibly into it but that's not actually yeah. a reflection of how sexy he finds her on the flip side of that. 100%, yeah, 100%. And then the fear, shame, guilt, anger all starts to bubble up from both parties through frustration. But when you really look at the anatomy of the male body, um, it can depend on hormones, stress levels, anxiety, depression. Um, if you're taking particular types of meds, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, depending on whether you're getting, you know, performance anxiety, if you're dating somebody new, um, you know, and you're intimidated by them, you just get stuck in your head and all of a sudden, you know, it's like someone saying, don't think of that pink elephant. You start thinking, oh shit, am I, yeah. like, I'm not completely hard right now. Am I going to get completely hard? Oh my God. They're going to think that I don't think they're hot. And next thing you know, you're like wet spaghetti. Wet spaghetti. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, and alcohol and stress and, you know, there's, there's just so many things that can contribute. Yeah. And I guess, yeah. And I guess going down that spiral is just so counterintuitive. It's just not going to Get, no, you're not. You, yeah. You're not going to keep going if you just like decide. Or maybe if I just kiss a little bit longer, and then your mind's just focused on, I'm still not hard. Oh my god, they're gonna like. You know, they're never gonna want to do this with me again. But the, I guess the flip side of that is like, that's cool. What else can we do? Mm. You know, what else can I do to make this experience better? Um, you know, and being able to speak fluidly about these things. You know, like, oh, it doesn't look like, you know, um, that's happening down there. Is there anything else that I can do to you? Like if you're playing with a male body and if you're that male body being able to know yourself well enough to say, actually, I know that this feels really good. You know, if you just like tickle it from the balls up to the top of the shaft with your fingertips. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, if we were to, maybe if we were to get some oil out and you were to give me a massage down there or um, actually I'd just really like to go down on you. Um, or it feels really good if I, maybe if you were to rub your vibrator on it and, you know, there's so many different things that you can do rather than popping a blue pill. Mm. Um, and there's so many things that you can do to your partner. If you're the cock owner that whilst you're doing those things, all of a sudden you might get out of your head and out of that panic state and get extremely aroused by their arousal and away you go. Yeah. Yeah, 100%, 100%. It's a really good discussion to have and I guess there is that hesitancy to actually sort of bring it up with your partner and as you say, the the word here is conscious and and having that discussion and not seeing that as the benchmark, I guess, as to Mm. whether this is a good sexual experience or not. There are so many other factors 
and mm. as you say, you know, you can have a whole session with somebody and there's no penetrative sex at all and it's amazing. It is amazing, yeah. I love going down on people. There's nothing turns me on more than going down on somebody. And, um, yeah, often like I'm the hardest in my body that I am in an entire session when I'm pleasuring somebody else mm. and my penis isn't being touched at all. And that's remarkable because, um, you know, that golden standard is normally sticking your penis inside something, but it can be the opposite of that. Another really lovely thing too, is that if you are using really lovely lubricants, like, um, Sindra talked about on the show last week mm. can be a really great way to, you know, if you do want to begin penetration, to start that penetration process, even with a flaccid penis mm. and often that level of stimulation and body connection, like genital connection can be the catalyst to forming an erection. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good tip too, because yeah. yeah it's, it feels really nice to like lubricate up um, somebody else's body parts and even just to rub your knob, rub your cock, rub your shaft on their bits mm. and kiss and then, you know, see them getting stimulated through your stimulation and then that can be a really lovely way to cause the the sensations down there and get things started at mm. least. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I guess if this is an issue for men, as you say, the last resort is the little blue pill. But I guess it's the it's the one that we reach for the quickest because it's just the easiest to fix. And your mm. recommendation would really be to dive into that um, with a coach like yourself to get to the bottom of, of possibly why it's happening but what we can do around that as well. Yeah, 100%. Like I would highly recommend talking to a coach a sexologist, a sexological body worker, a tantric practitioner um, for you to learn more about your body and ways to stimulate it. Um, I've got a client who has um, like medically diagnosed erectile dysfunction and now him and his partner use male masturbators mm. instead of taking the blue pill and they do that together. And then he uses a cock ring to maintain his erection and they have the best fun. They, they're much more into helping each other with body work than taking pills to, um, you know, solve a problem quickly. Yeah. I love that. That must sort of give you a lot of, a lot of joy and a lot of satisfaction to see that change in someone's connection after working yeah, with them. The, the change, the change was that once they started doing that, it was a mindset shift for him that he realized it's just a matter of engorgement. It's just a matter of blood flow into that area of my body. So I know that I can do it. I know that it can happen. I can get out of my head now worrying that something's broken in me. It's just a matter of, you know, like using a penis pump or a masturbator and all of a sudden I'm erect. Okay. I can get erect without a pill. Here we go. Yeah. See, Erection and engorgement is, you know, it's invited, it's encouraged, but it's absolutely not necessary to begin intimacy and enjoy sexual pleasure. Mm, perfectly said. Luke, thanks so much for bringing this discussion to the table. It has been really enlightening and there's been some real gold nuggets of tips in there, I must say. Now, if people yeah. did want to work with you, what is the best way to find you? 
Find me on uh, Instagram at Luke Skews. Um, you can send me a message or I've got the um, a link in my bio for you to ask an anonymous question. And if you like my answer, then maybe that might be the invitation to send a message. I've also got a workshop happening at Our Secret Spot this Sunday, all about sex toys, getting beyond the vibrator with the amazing Sindra Banks. Mm -hmm. And yeah, don't be scared. Just come and ask the question. I love it. Okay. Luke, thanks so much for joining us on After Dark once again. Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. It's time once again to welcome back our favourite working girl, Morgan, for Diary of a Core Girl. But tonight we're diving into something that must be considered in the job that she's in, and that is safety. Morgan, welcome back to After Dark. How are you this evening? I'm wonderful. How are you? Excellent. Thank you so much for asking. Now, last time you were on, it was a rollicking good romp. We talked about uh, Trady Tuesday and the uh, the washboard abs that you could grate cheese on. And um, oh, that is, yeah. yeah, certainly a job perk. But today we're going to talk about something a little bit more serious. And that is obviously that with any job, we do OH&S assessments in any job that we do. And in this job, there are some risks that you need to be on the lookout for, isn't there? Absolutely. And um, they can be quite dangerous and you can get hurt. For example, men trying to take condoms off. Yes. Okay. So I assume that that would be something that you've really got to watch out for. I mean, you were, uh, I guess, I, I use the word lucky, but I mean, it was a choice for you to be working in an establishment that had fairly stringent things in place in terms of your sexual health checks, in terms of the behaviour expected of your clients. But there will be that one or two that do try to slip the raincoat off when they're not supposed to be in the middle of a thunderstorm, shall we say. <laughs> Yes, well put. Thank you, thank you. I thought it was great. So you've had that happen to you? I have, yes. Mm. I guess that there's two sides to this coin. I guess for men who may frequent establishments and that's kind of their preference that they would like to not wear a condom, I guess there would be some workers who would agree to that for, I guess, some extra money. And there would be some that absolutely want to play by the rules, yourself being one of them. But what do you do in the situation where a client tries to do that? I personally just um, say no, uh, not happening. And um, oh, I, what I would normally do is say, so if I take it off with you, what about everyone else I take it off with? You want to take that home to your wife? Ouch. And you can see the dawning on their face. Yep, that's uh, what we love about you and why you were, uh, why you get so many shifts because, you know, you <laughs> sock them between the eyes, mummy. I guess that um, that would be a bit of a realisation. So do you find that they kind of fall into line after that? Have you ever had anyone absolutely throw it and walk out? No, mm. I've never had anyone absolutely throw it and walk out. Also, to be blunt, this girl's about to have your cock in her mouth. Do you really want to piss her off? <laughs> yeah, look, I wouldn't mess with you. I'll tell you what. Now, 
That is obviously one danger. You have sort of imparted to me off air and that's something that we will get into in future episodes, but you have imparted to me that there are times when people are under the influence either of alcohol or illicit substances, which can change their behaviour and I guess make them a little bit more aggressive. And that's sort of something that you might need to navigate in that space, isn't it? Well, there is one time mm. I can comes to mind that um, – this man insisted that I kiss him. I don't kiss anyone. And he bit me on the ear. So luckily my little spiky shoe was right next to me. So I roundhoused him and punched him in the head with my shoe, pushed him away and walked out. Classy exit. Well done. I mean, yeah, I'm a big fan of stilettos. And in that actual instance, (laughs) how effective. But certainly... That is something that from a safety point of view, I guess that there is a line between rough and passionate and going overboard. And let's be clear, I don't consent that sexual assault. I may have my clothes off and say that you can have sex with me, whatever, in that negotiation. If I say no, no is no. So anything that is done to me without my permission or consent is assault. And that's so important, isn't it? Because I think that obviously the education around consent has been in the forefront these last couple of years, and thank God. But I don't think in a lot of cases it it occurs to men that, yes, they are paying for a service, but there is, I guess, a laundry list of things that you will do on that service. It doesn't give them open slather. It's not carte blanche. Well, I've actually used that line before myself. Man trying to um, go down south orally will say mm. with me, to which I went, no, because yeah. there was no dental dam. And I said, no, you do it. You're actually sexually assaulting me. That killed the mood a little. <laughs> I bet it did. But look, let's just say that you're in a dangerous situation. You're feeling unsafe in the room. What was the what is the procedure in your workplace for if that happens? Is there some sort of button that you can press? Is there how do you actually alert people to the fact that you may be in danger? Well, see, this is a sticking point because there very very rarely is a mm. buzzer in there that you can buzz back, mm. but they can buzz you. Right. So what I personally do is always be in line with the exit. I mean, scream would be a good one. Yeah. Have you ever been in a situation where, say, you've been in the room, the waiting room, and you've heard another colleague that might be in trouble? Uh, yes. So yeah. you kind of knock at the door and they will come in or, you know. Women are quite terrifying creatures, especially if we travel in groups. Absolutely. You do watch out for each other in that space, I'm, I'm assuming. Oh, absolutely. You think about it, um, a lot can happen in even a 15-minute session. So it doesn't take long to really hurt somebody. So, of course, you're keeping your ear out and just knowing signs and, and things like that. This said, it's a very, very rare occurrence in places where you work in establishments that this happens because... Well, there's witnesses for mm. a start. Yeah, there are there are networks of communication. There's even a pamphlet called an ugly mug list, which actually has descriptions of people, and some of their will say shenanigans that they try and get away with. So you you've actually been warned what they try and do. 
So there is some sort of safety. Right. So, you know, if someone does misbehave, they're sort of written up, I guess, sort of like a pub band list, if you will, and you need to be wary of that particular character. Yes. And obviously a full moon is a time when (laughs) of the calendar that these people come out. Absolutely. I can see that. Oh, dear, there really is something to be said. I mean, in it's funny because the, the medical profession talk about the full moon and how the emergency room fills up on a full moon and that's some sort of superstition, but you're telling me that it also carries over to brothels as well. They all come out on the full moon. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I've had some experiences on full moons, interesting experiences. Yes, odd people, <laughs> odd requests. Right, okay. And you just sort of think, what the? <laughs> and then you walk outside and go, uh-huh. Full yes. moon. Full moon. Yes. Because <laughs> you often start work and it's still daylight and, you, I don't know, shift work, night work, you're not thinking about the cycles of the moon that much. You don't really see it. Yeah. And then you look out and go, oh, of course. Why did I come to work? <laughs> Yeah, okay. Well, look, I think there's a a warning in that for everybody. Uh, Morgan, thank you so much for bringing this discussion to light. I mean, as I said, there's light and dark in every job. And the last time you were on Trader Tuesdays was, yeah, look, I was a little bit envious that you got to see all those abs. But there is certainly a side that we don't think about. And I think the message out of today is that even if you are visiting an establishment and you're paying for a service, that consent is still forefront in your relations with that person. And I think it's a really important thing to bring to the table. Well, yes, you know, basically just don't be an ass. Yeah, that's a very, very good uh, (laughs) place to start, I feel. Morgan, thank you so well, much for joining us once again on After Dark. Oh, you're so welcome. That'll be $50. <laughs> Sometimes cheeky, always fun. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store, Hamilton. Well, if you didn't learn something in that episode, I would be surprised. I hope you got a lot out of Nikki's top sex trends for 2023 and are adding a few to your own sexual bucket list. Luke Skews' talk on erectile dysfunction and what we can do about it was absolutely enlightening and I hope it does open up a conversation in your relationship or even just with your mates. And finally, it's always good to go behind the curtain and look at the world that is a call girl with Diary of a Call Girl. And we thank the gorgeous Morgan for her transparency in sharing her stories. I'll be back same bat time, same bat channel next Tuesday night with another red hot instalment of After Dark. I've been Louise Wilkinson. Thanks so much for listening. Grab your wine, put your headphones on and relax. It's time to rip open the cover of the sealed section and delve deep. But be warned, it's adults only. It's After Dark with Louise Wilkinson from 6pm every Tuesday night. Only on Newcastle Live Radio. Brought to you by Flirt Adult Store Hamilton.